Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we're going to be catching up even more on Big Brother 24 as we end week four in the game. We're on, we're a little over a third of the way through the season now, which is weird to say. I feel like we still have a lot left to go, but that's where we're at right now. And tonight we're going to be going over the live feed action since our Saturday podcast. We're going to be talking about the episode tonight, some psychedelic slop um, that we'll be encountering at some point again if we want to relive whatever that was. We're going to do that. Um, and we're going to be ready for the eviction tomorrow night. Maybe we're going to have another blindside in some form or fashion, or at least blindside one or two people in the process. We'll see. Um, but anyway, we're going to talk about all that. We are live right now. If you are here, we have the chat open. Welcome, everybody. Um, and I am not by myself in this venture, everyone. Hi, my name is Barrett. If you're here for the first time ever, I guess I should say that. But also joining me, as always, is the Zach Perez, Roxy. Uh, I almost said Roxy underscore Hotman instead of just saying the lovely Roxy Hotman like I usually do. That was almost embarrassing. And Nick City. Uh, Zach, I'm going to come to you first. Um, so, Zach, your mystery shoulders have returned. Welcome back, I should say. Uh, but I do have one question for you. If you could describe Nicole in one age, what would it be? Age? Yeah. I don't think she's ever mentioned that before. Yeah, I know. I know it's a tough question, but... Um, I'm going to guess... Oh, age! Acting like she's <laughs> 11 but she looks about 41 i think that she said that yeah i was gonna say 41 too i don't know what was making me think that but that's a that's a good answer zach um but also zach how are you feeling this week uh as we wrap up week four you weren't here on saturday so you got a lot of thoughts to catch up on yes i do so i think it's a pretty okay week uh someone's game has gone down quite a bit just by how this week was handled a little bit and i'm gonna go kyle is his game sort of <laughs> took a dip this week just 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 by the handlings that he's been going on and you know the smooch that happened uh nick has his own choice of words for that too as well but um uh overall this week has been gone way better than it could have gone Okay. And I'm glad that Nicole is leaving. And I'm hopeful that Daniel will be right after her. All right. Well, we'll see. We still got a lot of stuff to catch up on, especially with the Kyle stuff, which is why I'm going to go to Nick next. Nick, you were here. You weren't here on Saturday, but last Wednesday when you were here, when you had to preemptively leave, the last thing you really talked about was the Kyle-Alyssa situation. So um, you had some choice words, but I want to know how have your thoughts changed as this... Um, relationship has now blossomed into a full-on showmance even though we didn't get to see it all tonight with the smooching or whatever words you want to describe it with nick um how are you feeling overall about that situation and this week um i will say i'm i'm happy i'm not even gonna hide that um <laughs> not only because Alyssa is safe but i'm also happy because nicole's getting hell out of there and i cannot stand her anymore like it's more so like because she is leaving i i was very much like one of her daniel needs to go this week because i literally cannot uh stand them anymore so i'm glad about that but um regarding the whole showman's i am so happy that i finally have a showman's um i will get into it later on because i do have like a lot of thoughts about why i like showmances in particular but um i'm happy <laughs> to say the least 
Well, I mean, we all know that I also love showmances, probably more than anyone here on this in, on this discussion. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy for Kyle and Alyssa. It's my favorite thing that's ever happened in the history of Big Brother. Okay, Roxy, you were here on Saturday, so we don't have as much to catch up on. Um, so we are. I'm going to ask you this question. You did press mute just on your microphone, not on Melon is why they said that. So we didn't hear anything you said, if you were concerned about that. Oh, I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, it doesn't matter. I was only discussing the health of a feral cat outside that I'm going to try to catch and take to the vet. Its foot is injured and I cannot have that. It can get I a hospital bracelet to match you. <laughs> yes, I have been to the hospital today, but and which Lee already noticed and I appreciate that. But it was just, I just had to have, um, um, IV, uh, what am I trying to say? Yeah, Iron infusions, iron infusions. All right. I was trying to say. Well, my question for you, um, is, you know, your girl Jasmine lost her scooter this week. She now has a boot. Um, (laughs) Why did you call her that? That's so disgusting. So how do you think this is going to affect again, your girl Jasmine, um, how this is going to impact her pickle habits? (laughs) listen it's okay bean it's okay you just threw me for a loop um no um first of all never again never again call her my girl because i literally vomited a little bit in my mouth when you said it not once or twice Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah it was gross um she is not my girl at all she's nowhere even close to anywhere in my vicinity i do not like her um as far as her pickle habits wait what is the question (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't really a question you had to answer i just like your reaction when i call people you don't like your your boy or your girl or your whoever yeah um but really how are you feeling about this week just kind of wrapping all up going into thursday listen i'm pretty pumped for thursday night i mean i think they see it coming despite the edit on tonight's show i think they've pretty much figured it out but you know they got to make it on the cbs edit like look like that they think that they have the votes and they have at various times thought they had the vote but they do not and i'm going to be happy to see nicole leave goodbye so all right all in all, good week. Aside I'd from the pickle so. issues, what the hell is that? That's the pickle I hated issues. Watching this, oh my god, <laughs> it was so disgusting. Yeah, it, if so, anyone thinks that they want to watch the video of her um, eating a pickle, which I, apparently she's just dipping it in sugar and then just like that was sugar. I, even, I couldn't tell what it was. I just no, it was well, like disgusting. It, but the but one other time it wasn't sugar. It was some sort of I don't know what it was, like maybe ranch dressing or something. She was like, Yes, it looks like, like a, Yeah. You saw she's like just lounging on the couch, just like like ramming that pickle into that jar. Like, and I was like, oh my God, first of all, this is X rated. And second of all, this is just it's a phallic object. There you go, Jameson. Clip that well, anyway. <laughs> So gross. I'm not so defending gross. her doing this, but I have seen many people do this before, and it's made me want to gag. That's why I do not like pickles at all, because they would literally. Wait, you've seen them dip them in in sugar or in ranch? No, I've seen them like slurping on them. Oh, the pickle slurp. Yeah, it's that's disgusting. Look, use Yola. them teethies and and take yourself a bite because that's nasty. 
I'm there thinking that she's that picture up. I'm thinking I, what mm-hmm. she's trying to do is make or I'm assuming they don't have like Kool-Aid in there. Have you ever have y'all ever I don't think Nick knows about Kool-Aid this, but Kool-Aid pickles. pickles. Yeah. It's a southern thing. That is oh, a straight oh, up girl. southern thing. <laughs> okay, Barrett looks confused. I've too. never heard of this. I'm sorry. That sounds Barrett, you've been out in LA too long. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did the did the pickle Kool-Aid fad happen when I moved out there and I just missed all of it? <laughs> no, I have never before. had them. I've never tasted of them, but I definitely know tons of people who are, are supportive of the pickle Kool-Aid craze. I mean, it is so weird to me because they like they like pull it out and it's like red. Like what? Jameson's mom loves Kool-Aid pickles. What flavor, Jameson? I am genuinely curious because I've seen a lot of red oh, pickles, no. which I mean it doesn't taste like a pickle though, I don't think, because it's not pickled, it's Kool-Aided. <laughs> Right, it's related, so it's just basically like a a cucumber, which is very similar to a melon. So you know, I mean, it has seeds in it. It's a cucumber. It's It's marinated in Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Yeah, it's a Kool Aid cumber. (laughs) Cool. I need to move on desperately. Um, Yes, cherry. Jameson says cherry. So I'm going to catch up a little bit on this week, just so we know the basis of where the conversation is going to go from here on out. Uh, So we have Monty as the HOH, and he is in a bestie festie trio with Joseph and Terrence. They are safe as well. The initial noms for the week were Alyssa and Indy, um, who weren't the initial targets, but eventually became the targets after a discussion that we saw on tonight's episode. Uh, Then Daniel and Kyle were the winners of the veto competition. And there was a lot of reverse psychology that went on in the process before the veto ceremony, the day of the veto ceremony, um, which switched Daniel's opinion of not using the veto to using the veto and then put up Nicole and Taylor. And I know I'm going to get confused saying all of this, but it's confusing to talk about at the same time. Um, So we have the veto used. Um, Nicole and Taylor are on the block now. They'll be on the block tomorrow night, where as of right now, Nicole is going to go on at least a six to four vote. And it may be more by the time they actually tell the rest of the women in the house what the plan is. So that's where we're at, everyone. Uh, First thing I think we should talk about is Daniel using the veto um, and everything that led up to that. Because what led up was a big ball of confusion if... (laughs) You, you did, if you were just, okay, so they, they showed it well enough on tonight's episode, but the fact that Daniel's mind just went there and Nicole's mind just went there is insane to me. So we have the new plan that was enacted by the leftovers to keep Alyssa and Indy on the block with the hopes that one of them would join Michael and Brittany's bestie festie group. And that way they would ensure their safety as the leftovers are included in every single group that much more. Um, as Taryn put it, it's taking their 95% chance and putting it up to a 98% chance of surviving through this entire twist. So um, that plan is put into place. And so they got to tell and make sure that Daniel does not use the veto. They've already got Kyle on board, half on board at least, to not use the veto. They need Daniel to also not use the veto. But Monty telling Daniel not to use the veto only scared Daniel into using the veto and putting his best friend Nicole on the block because he was for sure that Monty only told him that because he doesn't have the votes to send Nicole home. All right. I want to get everyone's (laughs) uh, thoughts on this. Is it, like Kyle said, one of the worst moves in Big Brother history that Daniel just made? I... 
don't it's think one it's of the worst moves in this game yeah it's not the worst <laughs> it's not season. it's not marcellus not using the veto on himself um yeah it's not that level or Luan's secret power it's yeah. not on that level i just well it's pretty close yeah. actually to that level <laughs> i i'm putting it in the mindset of in the crazy i could never i could never think the way that he does but just picture Thank yourself God. you're daniel right now and nicole Ooh. the only <laughs> thing that you want for some reason in their warped thinking is to get taylor out and the only way they can do that is if nicole is on the block too regardless so in that mind track of thinking they're just saying oh there's a chance that taylor could go home the thing that they've been wanting for weeks so of course they're going to go for that it's like the <laughs> it's like the double-edged sword and like it's like the monkey paw in a sense yeah. like where you get something that you want but something else is going to happen that you don't want to happen and that's what's going to happen to daniel he has taylor on the block again but is his whatever she is his little rat is gonna go home instead <laughs> the rogue rat yeah yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah she's the rat of the rogue rats yeah and i mean i don't even know if it's a monkey's paw situation because he doesn't even get anything good out of it <laughs> like there's nothing positive that he could get it's only negative um <laughs> yeah yes, excuse Roxy. me teacher yeah. um i don't understand the the monkey paw reference like what the hell is that what is that have you what seen, is it? Have you it's, seen uh, Wonder Woman 1984? I have. No. Okay. I, I, it is a very sad day to be a DC stan, but I am one. <laughs> so basically what it is is, you know, there it's like a genie in a sense. Or you make a wish and your wish happens, but there's some type of weird twist to it. It's like, say, I want to be the most beautiful person uh, in the world. And you turn into a statue, like the most beautiful statue or something like that. Of that's a person. not a person, though. Of a person. Like, it's it's like a weird twist like that. Yeah. Think of it like every Twilight Zone episode ever. Yeah. You know, the one where the guy just wants, he's he's in the bank and he want, all he wants to do is read. You know, all he wants is all the time in the world to read. And then uh, the, the nuclear, you know, apocalypse happens and everyone gets killed and he's the only one that lives. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I have all the time in the world to read. But then he breaks his glasses. So he, he can't see anything. Uh, it's like that oh my kind of situation. Gosh. Yikes. I know. So that was that. But even but I feel like that, in that case, what happened to Daniel is the apocalypse happened and he lost his glasses, but he didn't even want to read in the first place. Like it just kind of happened to him. He, he but he told everybody he wanted to place. read, even though he, he didn't want to read. No, exactly. Because he thought by telling them that he wanted to read, <laughs> that they would think that he wanted to read, when in reality, all he wanted to do was watch TV. But the joke's on them, except the joke's really on him. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> Barrett's like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to get off of this weird monkey's paw topic. Yeah. Um, that yeah. is the weirdest thing you've said today. <laughs> Anything to get off of this weird monkey's paw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to not curse ourselves in the process is really what's happening. Uh, but I appreciate that. In any case, we have the situation that we have. We have Daniel putting his best friend up on the block who is going to get evicted tomorrow. And even then, even after Nicole was put up on the block, 
it's not as if there was like a zero percent chance like in their minds that nicole could go home they were like well i guess there's still a chance and now at this point late in the week they're like yeah there definitely is a chance nicole has even been like yeah it's kind of 50 50 you know um and just kind of going so to going you're to... saying there's a chance yeah but it's been entertaining in the process because we get every single Nicole conversation possible, which to me is very entertaining um, because she oh thinks gosh, that she is so delusional. I know. I she's love it when so she talks sweet. to Kyle this week, especially because in their minds, Nicole and Daniel, Kyle is just sweet, baby, innocent Kyle that we saw, you know, in the first week of the game. Um, he's not, you know, week three Kyle where he's forming this big alliance. Um so when she talks to Kyle, it's very much just like, they're playing you up there. Monty didn't tell you about this because he's lying to you. And Kyle's like, I'm being played? This is crazy. And she's like, yes, I'm 41 years old and I have integrity. And I'm telling you, you're being played right now. And Kyle's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Uh, so it's a lot of those conversations, which I find very interesting. Um, also because Nicole is fake in every conversation she ever has, ever. <laughs> and I enjoy watching that because no one ever believes anything she ever sells. So. To me, it may be a hot take. Nicole um, leaving is not, you know, in my best interest in some form because I think I'm going to miss her chaoticness in some, you know, in a weird way. So I'm sorry to say that. She's got to go. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. Uh, I, so me personally, I thought it would have been such a stupid move um, for them to get rid of Alyssa this week. I don't, am I like jumping? topics here if i start talking about this no or no please okay do. so like if in my opinion if they took out Alyssa, a that's just boring tv because no b i was just like okay so you're gonna take out Alyssa, who's won nothing is clearly not smart i mean she thought newark was a country <laughs> um one day and then yes and then um it's like she's very like attached to kyle so i didn't understand essentially like why they would want someone like that out as opposed to someone like nicole who was literally two points away from winning an hoh and is also a duo with the person that yelled at taylor when this whole alliance was formed because you guys wanted to protect taylor and it's like now you guys are going to keep the two people that are like the biggest a-holes to her in the game it was just very much like i don't know how i feel about this and so i was very happy that they did end up using the vetoes um but yeah i don't know i i do understand why Brittany and michael wanted the whole situation to go down because they are the only you know team that's very vulnerable but at the same time it was a little selfish on like all of their parts because like um they only wanted to do it to protect their duo uh Taylor selfishly didn't want to go up, which is completely understandable in my opinion. Um, and then Kyle was also kind of being selfish where he didn't want to go up with Daniel in the beginning of the week. So I was just like, you're all being a little selfish here. So like, <laughs> if we're all going to start pointing fingers, I don't know. It's just their alliance is giving me, um, I, I heard Taryn say this on one of the updates that once the twist is over, he can start to see the alliance start to really crumble because there's kind of no reason for them to all stick together. Because if you look at it with the way the twist is set up, this group is set. Like they are literally set. The only duo that's not set is Michael and Brittany, technically. So if this alliance is actually really loyal to each other, they broke the twist technically or whatever you want to say. But um, once the twist is over, they don't really have 
that motivation to like, like really stick with each other in my opinion especially with all this happening this week so no, and they really don't um and i i'm very interested to see because i do have i do love that the people that are kind of factioning off especially this week are you know Brittany, michael taylor and then kyle to some degree um kind of at a distance with michael and Brittany as well i kind of like that they're having these factions within the lines because Typically, that's how we see a big alliance work is that we have the big alliance as a whole yeah. and then someone forms the small thing just to plan ahead just in case. And I think that that little faction, not only do I like them more, I think they're much smarter <laughs> than the rest of the alliance, um, who is definitely all working together in the process at the same time. Roxy, the beeping you're hearing is Discord. And I don't know if you're just hearing it on your computer or you're hearing it through my earbuds. I don't know what it is, but I, I, think, <laughs> I think that's what you're hearing. I keep seeing you react to it. I just want to make sure you're okay. I'm not okay. I'm like, what the hell is that noise? Are you hearing it in your earbuds? Yes. Are you using your 43-year-old son's computer? Yeah, that's what it is. That, okay, we're in the same Discord thing, so that's what you're hearing, because I'm hearing it too. I didn't think you were hearing it through my earbuds, but <laughs> okay. just know everything's like, okay. You're what? unmuted now, and you're hearing Discord. We're all on the same page. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So I do want to get everyone's take on kind of like the leftovers sort of crumbling this week and not crumbling, crumbling in their own sense of just like, they're definitely not going to work together long-term until seven. And I think that's pretty much confirmed as of this week. Um, so we have the little factions form and we also have Kyle not so into the idea, like we saw on tonight's episode to be like, Alyssa, I'm saving you. And then at the last second, be like, oh, well now I have to tell Alyssa that I'm not actually saving her. After you told me to do all of this this week, you don't think that's kind of an issue for me in my own personal game. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm then like we have, <laughs> and then we have Taylor on a Wednesday episode, again, crying in the DR at the very end of the episode. Um, not too happy with the blind side that happened <laughs> of her going up after being told that she wasn't going up. Um, so we have these little things that are happening within the the core or the, the majority alliance itself. And I just want to know, um, specifically Roxy and Zach, get you in here uh, to talk a little bit about the, the the leftovers in the future of the game. What do you see? What do you see happening? I'm kind of glad like they're breaking up a little bit. I, I kind of I feel like we all kind of knew a little bit like um, even whenever it was um, Paloma's pals. Um, or pose, whatever. <laughs> uh, well, they pack, but it's whatever you want at this point. <laughs> I mean, whenever very, very close. I mean, uh, that's what Brittany close. called it. I think it was Paloma's pals uh, okay, one, yeah. or something. I mean, but, it was alliteration, yeah. so we'll take it. Yeah. Um, it's not, no matter what the alliance was, it wasn't going to be long term after this twist is over. And I'm kind of looking forward to it because. I'm seeing it more towards, I know none of you guys watch Survivor, but looking at it towards voting blocks a little bit. <laughs> Dedicatedly, <Yeah>. Roxy. <laughs> oh, proceed. <laughs> <laughs> In Survivor, there's there's stopped been, there's not been as much of alliances per se, more so voting blocks where it's like, we want that we want mm -hmm. this person to go out, so we're just gonna vote together this time, but it doesn't mean we're an alliance. And mm -hmm. I kind of right. see that happening it's like right now. One in and two week deals. Like that they used to yeah. do an old school big brother. It'd be like if there weren't these big giant alliances, we actually talked about that on Saturday. That 
which you would have known if you weren't over there playing board games pretending to be moving, Zach. But anyway. What did I tell y'all? What did I tell y'all? That's the only reason I said it, because you said I was going to. He was playing Monopoly. He was buying a house. (laughs) Yes. No, but but that's... Yeah. I I, I know exactly what you're saying, and and I agree. Yes. And I'm kind of looking forward to it. I think there will be more final three, final two deals versus like a big... Let's do a final six right here. And Mm -hmm. I'm really liking Taylor's involved in a lot of the final twos and final threes that of people who are more than likely going to win comps and also people who are more intertwined within other relationships. And I feel like it's setting her up really well. Taylor? Yes. Yeah. But what you said. Yeah. But Roxy, what were you gonna say about the the what the voting block well no just how or just in general, in general. The, the the dynamics of the podcast i mean the what my god the they're, uh, <laughs> they're terrible are you okay <laughs> have a me and barrett have a final two um <laughs> y'all saw that i took okay. my medicine right before we started it is kicking in right now <laughs> i know i could see you you're i could see you messing with the cup i the discord thing is really rapidly i could see everything working get my new Believe cup me. i was only slightly concerned for the past like 10 minutes that's why <laughs> get my new cup. Yeah, sarah I from love texas it. made me a cup look i love that movie see look look sarah from texas she can make one for you um, anyway, oh, so let me talk about the dynamics of of, of the alliance. Um, Roxy, do I need to give you like a fifteen minute like just break from everything? No, into a, it's only okay. gonna get worse, Barrett. I was <laughs> I'm medicated. This is your peak right now. Okay. Yeah. Look, this is me on top of things. <laughs> so. No, I do agree with what Zach was saying about the the voting blocks and. Um, and it, it, it is just like like making the deals and stuff. And we are going to see, we're already seeing like some splintering and some factioning of, of different groups. But he was saying like, it may be Kyle in with the Michael um, uh, Taylor and, and uh, Brittany group. Listen, Kyle's been getting a little too big for his britches today. Because. You're telling me. <laughs> More ways than one. <laughs> the sex people are back. Um, <laughs> we did. Man- because, we manifested it. Yes, because he's been already talking about like, well, maybe we could possibly work with Daniel and uh, Alyssa moving forward and try to target Monty. And I'm like, pump the brakes. Like, do I want you to do that? Of course, but I don't want you to work with Daniel. <laughs> I do want you to target Monty at some point. I don't want you to do it with Daniel unless you absolutely have to. And at this point, you don't. So shut your face. Um, but I like that we're seeing that. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I like that we're already kind of seeing the, you know, roundabout talking like Michael and Brittany had a super long conversation about well well actually talking about kyle mentioning those things where it was just like i mean we actually do need to start thinking in terms of that because michael since day one has wanted to work with taylor and with Brittany. that plan has not changed i will say cbs has been fairly accurate with with that portrayal so 
they're doing something okay-ish. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I'm rambling and that's how I feel about that. I am <laughs> medicated. I feel many things. I, I enjoy the aspect and I, it kind of makes me wish the twist was over now uh, because then it, I think we could really well, see it come into play. This is the last week. I told the CBS people they could only have three weeks, period, and then it's <laughs> over. I don't know if they're going to listen, but this is the plan that I have stipulated for them. And if they don't obey me, there's going to be problems. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see everyone in the CBS office. Why don't we put it into jury? Why don't we keep the twist going? And they're saying, we can't. Roxy said not to. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> they're like, it'll be great. <laughs> Let's do a Pandora's box at final six. And then we bring it. Oh, yeah. We bring it back. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And we play the same competition that uh, Monty won this week. So that way he wins it again. And he can, mm-hmm. that way he stays in the game. It's brilliant. Zach, I like what you're saying. Oh, Sarah from Texas, who is my twin's twin that made my cup, is in chat. Just saying. <laughs> Sarah from Texas. She's actually like, been on the podcast with us before. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, a yeah, lifetime ago. She's, she's my twin's twin. We're not triplets, but she is my twin's twin. Uh, yeah, I hope everyone is <laughs> have fun figuring that one out. Uh, but yes, I uh, figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me look at my notes for this episode, and we'll talk a lot more about the leftovers in the process of that. Um, so we do see, you know, Joseph saying they need to worry about Taylor going on the block again, which I thought was an interesting add into the episode that DR, um, especially because of how much I think Taylor has voiced her concern with people not being so worried about her as much. Like she is just the weapon for them. She is the the ultimate pawn essentially that they're throwing on the block whenever they can. Um, which is really added into the whole dialogue about forming factions within the alliance um and so i think that's where the leftovers have really made kind of a misstep is to just not tell people things they're not telling kyle until the last second you know actually we're not going to use the veto kyle so i really hope your game's Mm -hmm. still intact after this they're not telling terrence right now you know about all the plans that are going to be in place and they need to tell terrence of all people you need you can tell terrence anything he's not just gonna you know rat you out all of a sudden even though he's very closely aligned with daniel they're letting him in kind of on the at the last second about this vote and i think they really need to tie him in more he's not gonna rat you out because whatever you say to terrence like you you can say you know terrence ice cream is poisonous and he's like okay Yes, it is. I will tell no one. I'll let them be poisoned. Okay. I know, but I'm saying if they That's want him serious. to be a number, they need to include him on things, you know, minus the no, day they don't. before. Why? Why? He does exactly what they say. Well, you have votes that are this close, him. Roxy. It might as well just give a little bit of effort to have one more extra vote. They don't need it. If it's a tie, Monty's going to vote to evict uh, Nicole. No, that's a stupid point. I'm sorry. <laughs> You need to tell if Terrence. It, it, it doesn't take that much effort to just tell Terrence. Like a few no, before. I it feel doesn't, like... but I don't want to have to include him later. If I'm in the game, I I, I might tell him how to vote, but I'm not going to include him in, in a bunch of other plans because I know that he is a yes man to me, but he is also a yes man to them. So the, it does me no good to share my, my alliance plans with Terrence when I know I could go, hey, Terrence, we're voting this way. I need you to do it. And he'll be like, okay. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Yeah. You didn't, you, you actually you didn't are, really make a stupid point. I just wanted to argue on the podcast. I don't feel like we argue enough. I, I think well, you are. Well, I'm correct, down Roxy. to do that. 
Thank you, Nick. You and I are the only two that have any kind of sense here. It's just I me agree. And you, Nick. I, we <laughs> each other. That's right. We're in charge. <laughs> you can have it. It's fine. No, I don't want it. <laughs> you, you, lo- you lost that privilege whenever you cried two shows ago. I cried for a good reason. Look what they did to Taylor. Wait, Terrence was choking on that chicken wing. You wouldn't be emotional about that too, Zach? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> this just in, Zach doesn't like Taylor, and therefore Zach has to leave. To be fair, I'm not the one that said, um, I'm not the one that said Nicole yes. should stay. That is true. That was bare. That's why Nick and I are that in charge. Me. Yeah. And me saying that doesn't mean I want Taylor to go, if I need to clarify that. <laughs> I meant Nicole staying in the game and watching her spiral is very fun to me, and her not being in the game to do that, I think would be kind of a lack of entertainment. Like, I feel like if Alyssa wasn't in this game, I wouldn't care as much. Um, but blindsiding Nicole I do, is yes, pretty fun. Yes, I agree. I actually do agree with... I, I understand the sentiment, Barrett, and I do agree. <laughs> Um, I hate Nicole's guts, and I'm okay with saying that. I will own it for the rest of my life. Can, She's right. Can I? <laughs> okay, yeah, I agree. Can. can I ask a question? So, you're in the game, right? And you're Daniel. You you just won the veto. Ooh. I'm sorry, you're Daniel again for a moment. You just won no, the veto. No, I am not. And um, <laughs> now, remind you, Monty had a speech during his nominations that his real target was not Alyssa and Indy and that, you know, whatever. So now you and the veto and he's telling you you're going to use the veto. And then the morning of the veto ceremony, you wake up and Daniel or yeah, Daniel goes into the HOH room. So you go in the HOH room and Wait, so Monty me? now. Yes. Yeah, so you're in the HOH room and Monty tells you don't use the veto anymore. I changed my mind. Isn't that a little like sus to you? To me, that would be like a really like, big red flag yes but daniel does not view it that way because daniel i, I know is an imbecile. <laughs> daniel is a moron that thinks that he has cast <laughs> some sort of spell over him he's like he, he thinks that he is a jedi he's like you will do what i say i will not use the veto i will use the veto i don't know what i'm doing with the veto You'll tell me and then I'll do it. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Well, like, he's so stupid. And it wasn't even that. Daniel wasn't going to use the veto. And so Monty was just basically reinforcing, hey, don't use the veto. And that made him use the veto. <laughs> so <laughs> it was even Which worse was, than that. Yeah. It, it was. I just feel like it was It was so... It, it would have looked very sus if I was in the house where Monty has this whole speech where he's like... But you're My smart. My target isn't he's you guys. Not. Okay. No, no, no. Right. I, I get what Nick's You're saying, right. and I, I understand. No, I have not thought once that Daniel should not be suspicious. He's just suspicious Don't in the suspicious. wrong way, is the thing. He is. <laughs> like, he's, he's just suspicious off. of things that aren't real. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I know a Turner. That Turner, he is America's player, and they've instructed him to never <laughs> bathe, first of all. Ah! <laughs> No. That's got to be it. There's no other reason. I can't believe America There's... voted for Turner to throw up all week. Disgusting. Uh, yes. I cannot. Turner, 
you will have a stomach virus this week as voted by America. No, Daniel, listen, I'll tell you why like you're having such a hard time with it with Daniel not being suspicious of something that he definitely should be suspicious of. And I think any rational person like myself would be suspicious of you cannot make sense of people who make no sense. See, you're trying, you're trying to make sense of senseless behavior and it's impossible. So you've got just, we've got to dial it back because it's going to make us crazy trying to make sense of anything that that moron does. Ugh. Gross. Make it make sense. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. So I, I don't know if we've exhausted the the point of Daniel using the veto too much. Um, but I just, it sometimes it just goes without saying how insane of a moment that is, uh, that Daniel is going to send out Nicole. Daniel is going to oh, send it, out Nicole. Best. You can't like, write so this stuff. Yeah. Exactly. We could mm-hmm. not have someone in chat earlier said something like, like, we just don't even deserve this season. Like we've had Pooch volunteer, uh, Amira blindsided and, and with butter beans. And now we have Daniel sending home his best rat. Like every eviction it, has given this so is far. Beautiful. This is beautiful. And by the way, well-dressed bird in chat, I've seen what you said. <laughs> and I don't appreciate I don't appreciate that. Uh, How dare you? For those no, listening, actually, audio only, well-dressed bird insinuated that uh, they love when I refer to... <laughs> Oh, we refer to Jasmine as Roxy's girl, uh, essentially. Um, so I will keep doing that as long as Jasmine is in the game. And I will love every second of it. And, and I will keep vomiting every time. If Jasmine's going to get a cup that says Roxy's girl. <laughs> My twin's twin would never do that to me. She is going to be making me a podcast cup. though. The I'm maker of cups would never. It. Never. My twin's twin is one of my greatest friends. Not my twin, though. I mean, my twin is Sarah Solo, the inventor of cups. Yes. Yes. Precisely. Uh, (laughs) So um, should we talk about the veto competition tonight? And we may be jumping around a lot, but I I feel like we have to talk about it. How can we not? (laughs) So that's why I'm medicated. I'm performing in the veto later. <laughs> so, dude, so I need I need one of you to describe the veto comp for me. Which one of you wants to do that? Okay, so there are a bunch of there, it's like a tie dye in the sky. It's a one single it's, big cloud. There's a Lucy, sun with notice. like a tongue out. There are flowers, sunflowers with faces on them. Um, there are mushrooms. It's really mm-hmm. bright. There are two people standing. There's Joseph and <laughs> Terrence. That's all I remember. Zach, you haven't even described the, like the actual point of the comp yet, though. Can you describe <laughs> that to me? I thought you were going to be described the picture for the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> well, even that, Thank I don't you, know if that. Listen, I don't know if it worked that well. Well, I mean, you still get it accurately, following. surprisingly. Well, Roxy, you follow and get probably yeah. means that Zach didn't do it right. 
I didn't, you're, I didn't you're heavily get a single, he did I didn't it get a single question perfectly. wrong. Ken Kesey and Wavy Gravy are about to call me up and tell me how great I am. Y'all don't even know who that is, but never mind. Oh, Thank I, you, I'm, Tyler. I'm excited F. for you, I guess, on your behalf. Um, They're the Merry Merry Pranksters that gave people the LSD in the 60s. Catch up. God. So the Can't. comp itself was... Non-hippies. Okay. So the comp itself was essentially the people um, that had to describe a video of sorts. So the other partners um, to the veto player itself, but they had to watch a video and then basically play a game of telephone where they had to then describe the video to the other player and their bestie festy group. And then they were asked questions about it. So just a game of telephone essentially, but, but they what, had to eat. <laughs> that's the thing to the video beforehand. What they set up was that everyone had to eat their own psychedelic slop mix and things got weird after that. <laughs> um, so I, the, the editing team, a big brother for this competition had so much fun, I bet. Simply Girl. with the little wavy lines that we saw everyone have they're going into the cartoon. Oh, hi. They are all, not high. They're all, I mean, they're probably high too, but that does not cause this. They're, <laughs> like, they're drinking, I don't know, like, it's, this is the Kool-Aid experiment all over again. Like, <laughs> They're definitely tripping. I don't know if it's mushrooms. I don't know if it's LSD. I don't know if it's microdot, but it is something. And it has caused the most bizarre, worst, best, worst competition I've ever seen <laughs> on Big Brother. I don't know what is happening, but I'm just like, is this an after I'm tripping harder than Jasmine did during her HOH comp. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and Kyle wasn't even the one that had to take the psychedelic slop. <laughs> um, but uh, um, I will say for those that didn't watch the competition of the episode essentially how it worked was we got about what felt like 10 hours worth of just scripted DRs of everyone that took the psychedelic slop describing what they're seeing in the video but definitely like recorded in the DR afterwards and while they were saying all of this they had their own cartoon version of themselves inserted into this video that they were watching and it was strange. It was, and it took up so much time. I kept thinking it was going to end, but then suddenly Joseph and Terrence went on for about five minutes uh, talking about the elephants turning into pigs and the eyes blinking and turning colors and the flowers changing they into They really ducks honestly and... <laughs> had too much fun with, like, Going into the DR to give the descriptions of the comp, I feel like they really went for it. Some of them, for instance, like Joseph, like, <laughs> how do you not feel stupid doing that? Like, it, I mean, unless they really gave them LSD, that's the only explanation for all of these um, descriptions that were given because it was very detailed. I know. And I'm just like, what? I'm going to at least play just know. like a snippet of this just because I've forgotten most of this competition. And Is it HR were... and stuff? It's not. I just, it was Joseph and Terrence uh, in their cartoon form. So yes. I just want to see them one more time. Yes, exactly. Careful, that tentacle monster's going to get it. <laughs> Hey, that sun is spinning around with its tongue out. I wonder if it's thirsty. Oh my god. 
I'm telling oh you, this is an God, after school special. It was so I bad. I wonder if it's thirsty. <laughs> we get a drink from my cup. You mean it's an ass? <laughs> one more, one more. I have no privacy in this house. All these eyes are blinking at me and changing colors. It's freaky, man. <laughs> freaky? Is that Freedom Rock? Well, turn it up. Y'all are way too young for that, but no great infomercial from the 90s about 70s music oh look alicia uh, alicia 420 is here i bet she knows what was going on in this comp <laughs> i do like that message i've been uh alicia says i've been trying to get my grandma to watch big brother for years and this was her first and last episode <laughs> Uh, but that's that's exactly the feeling i had watching it i was like if anyone if anyone yeah. was giving big brother a chance they are done uh, Would no. your friends say? Can you that? imagine? Can you imagine tuning in? You're just flipping the channels. What's on tonight? And you go, oh, oh. you call the kids in. Kids, there's there's a cartoon special on TV. Let's watch it. And then you go, those elephants are uh, red or pink. <laughs> and it looks like that puffy cloud is turning the elephants into green pigs. <laughs> Those are big pachyderms. Whenever I first was flipping channels to look at Big Brother, what popped on my screen was two guys wearing chicken costumes, and then I changed it. That was season 15, and that mm. was one of Roxy's favorite people. I only remember all the cast wearing clown costumes that year. Am I right, everyone? Am I right? I don't know. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I, thank you so I, much. I, did Except not hear what was said. Oh, wait. Yeah, she actually did wear a clown of tarts, didn't she? Yeah. They really did her dirty, having making her wear it exit. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I agree. Um, yeah, this veto competition, nothing to write home about, really, except for everything that it was. Um, I don't know nothing if I'll... Nothing to write home about. It's not, really. In terms of the competition portion itself, of the visuals, sure. Fantastic. Loved what they did there. Never do it again. Um, but no. the competition itself, the actual question and answer part uh, was pretty <laughs> uneventful um, and took up probably a fraction of the time that the actual psychedelic slot portion of the competition took. Um, but what, what yes. were you? I was laughing. Alicia said that her grandma thinks coffee is a drug, so she called very unhappy uh -huh. about turning off the show. These people are doing drugs. You're not a Christian. Anyway. Um, I thought it was going to be multiple rounds because yeah, they said they first. They time on the animation than anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like, you know, sometimes they have that little intro video like before the comp starts, and I was like, when's the comp starting? And they were still explaining everything. I was like, is this the comp? And then like, I was trying, I was like looking at the cartoons. I was like, all right, who's wearing what? And that didn't even come into play. And <laughs> I was just. Yeah, Zach was actually playing this comp. I'm one, the, I'm one of those viewers. I, I just don't understand how it works still. Did they like have on a headset? Was there yeah, a video a on a screen? Like what? I told you they gave them actual LSD. <laughs> And they Why all saw similar understand? things. Right. Sorry. Yes. And they made them all watch the wall and then question them about it. And that's what happened. LSD is loving strange designs. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that one, Zach. I'm sorry. It was a swing and a miss. <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks. Uh, Zach, look at that. You have supporters. All my fans. I'm no. booked and busy. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Okay. Uh, let's, let's talk showmances since I, I love showmances and show-mans. I've been waiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't know. We got a few things brewing, you know, maybe Joseph Taylor and Taylor Turner? one day. Taylor and Turner. Oh no, no, probably not. But Taylor and it's Turner. It's time for a sex people takeover. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just kissing Roxy. Uh, so Kyle and Alyssa, we, we've seen it approaching. For, for many, many days, many, many, many days. And it finally happened, everyone. Uh, about 20 day, 28 days in, Kyle and Alyssa have officially um, sealed their showmance with uh, a makeout session with Daniel sleeping like five feet away from them. <gasps> uh, so um, Kyle and Alyssa, what are we calling them? Are we calling them Kalissa? Are we calling them Isle? Are we? I like Kalissa. Kalissa. That's okay. what I've seen on Twitter. Kalissa. That's good because Isle doesn't really make sense. Or Alol. Alile. 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 Oh, I hate that. I'll go with Alile. Um, <laughs> no, so, don't. No. I can't even say that. So That's unfair um, to me. Everyone knows I love showmances. So, but this this showmance in particular has changed Kyle. For the worse, in terms of him playing the game, and I don't, I don't know. It's clouded it, his judgment. It has. Don't um, you think? No, it's clouded. It is so clouded his judgment, and also no. very much reinforced the fact when you know everyone was saying, actually, Kyle, don't use the veto. I think that really just pushed him along even more to be like, okay, I guess I'm into the showman's now. I'm mad at the leftovers. I'm going to do this for. I'm going to focus on this a little bit more. Well, um, I think I see two sides of it like it's what nick was saying um podcast before last nick didn't like how he was like basically saying oh i'm playing up Alyssa and this that and the other like and you know he was saying that to the leftovers but you know wasn't turning down the flirting directly in a sense and if i was in the house I feel like I would have the same sort of I don't want to come off like an ass like because I'm I think genuinely like he would like to have a showmance but he knows like statistically speaking showmances don't always do that great like depending on when they are formed obviously it all depends on their um the power that they have within the showmance but it's like I can see the sort of dilemma he has where it's like, I don't want to do this, but I don't want to look like I'm playing her either. But I and do kind of like he is. He's been very vocal about <laughs> his his increasing desires that are growing every day. He's getting too big for his desires to yes. eat food. He is yeah. getting entirely too big for his britches multiple times a day simply from maybe 
a brushed shoulder as he walks by or even a gaze that <laughs> way and all of a sudden his hands are too tight. And I, he's been very vocal about this dilemma that he has. And so he is just, he is, he is, well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Let's just say that. I, and when you say he's being vocal, He's not just being vocal in the sense that he's talking to someone else about this. Like he's talking yeah. to Turner. He's telling talking, us. He's talking to the camera. He's talking to America, talking about he's how aroused he's getting in the house constantly. Um, and he's yes. saying it and like somebody he's, needs to tell him how Howie solved that problem way back when, and let him go take care <laughs> of some things. No, I actually hope no one tells him that. No, please, don't, please, no one tell Kyle about that. Um, but it's just crazy when he talks, he suddenly just like de-ages 15 years. Like he's 29 years old. But when he talks about Alyssa, he sounds as if, I don't. Is I, he really 29? Yes. Yes. My gosh. <laughs> Friend, you've got to dial that back. My goodness. And I don't, I don't know what it is exactly, but some, I was very uncomfortable. He's an adolescent. Leading up to their eventual kiss was way more uncomfortable to me than them actually kissing. There was one night where like Kyle went to take a shower and Alyssa followed him into the bathroom and he like was standing in the shower and she was just like staying close to him. And he's just like, you know, this is such a situation. Yeah. You can't, you can't be doing this. Oh my gosh. You can't be doing this. Um, and he's like, you got to get out of here. I have a situation going on right now. And you can't be in he's here. He's like, you got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Alyssa left for five minutes and then came back in the bathroom after that. And just the same thing kept happening. And it was, there's a lot. There's a lot of buildup. Lane from season 12, Lane took so many dang showers. And we're like, we know what you're doing in there, Lane. Every night. There's a there's a really great He's washing his hair. Yes, you got to. Um, <laughs> there was a really great edit on the feeds. Um, I'm trying to remember what this account is called that edits the feeds really well, and they add like a bunch of like good sound effects, not just like CBS Boeing sound effects and scoots. Um, <laughs> but they actually edit the feeds really well into these like nice little clips. And there's one where Kyle just like was in the shower, a bunch of other people were in there too, and he just like completely zoned out, like was gone. Oh, And was yes. just like twirling his hair. And they all just stopped their conversation and watched him um, for like a solid 30 seconds before he realized that they all went silent and were looking at him. So I'm gonna see if I can find that clip because it was really funny. But um, I also just want to give a shout out to that account that edits the feeds because they do a really good job. Um, they do their stuff yeah. with cups pops up on my twitter yeah it's uh, uh at a, eviction day is they're at um yes so i'm gonna find that video and okay cool of, i found of it. kyle i don't want to see it what <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> it's like what happened in the past 10 seconds that made you not want to see kyle oh, oh yeah. yeah like double dare yeah and, uh, I like those. um what was the <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
god. <laughs> Look how red his face is. <laughs> no way. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I love you, Kyle. Oh what my god. <laughs> yes. So good. That was it. Probably going to get copyright flagged. I forgot that. Um... For careless, careless whisper. Yeah, I forgot George Michael was thrown into that video. Um, so that'd be great. But George um, Michael was in the shower with Kyle. Yeah, I forgot. Totally forgot out. about that. He's in the house. George Michael and the sex yeah. people have taken over the entire house. George Michael Bluth, though, not that <laughs> George Michael. <laughs> yeah, gotta get it right. Before a George Michael takeover. Yes, finally. <laughs> We've been waiting years for this takeover. Yes. Um. Anything I agree. Tyler F says they should use that clip in the actual CBS edit tomorrow <laughs> night. I agree. It's that funny. They should. Yes. I, I just want to know what it's are your overall show. feelings about Kyle and Alyssa as a duo? Do you think Kyle should keep this going as long as possible? Or do you think he should try in the coming weeks to kind of naturally, or at least at the beginning of jury, naturally let it end? What do you see the future for Kyle and Alyssa is really my question. Um, so I see Kyle probably getting taken out sooner than Alyssa. Um, just because I feel like, you know, Kyle is the one who created the leftovers. And if he is the one that decides to back away from them, um, I could definitely see that pissing them off and them going after him. And as well as like the, the other side of the house. I could see them targeting Kyle over Alyssa, definitely. But I don't see them lasting in the game very long. Kyle's mom also doesn't want them lasting outside <laughs> the house very long. So I don't know. Wait, I don't know this how... drama. Because I don't, as you know, I rarely look like at actual. Was it on Twitter? What's it on? Twitter. It, TikTok? Oh, they're, yeah, they're TikTok. They're TikTok. What is she saying? I don't know about this. Stay strong, Kyle. Yeah, hashtag stay strong, Kyle. That was like her hashtag. Her, like, she's a hussy or what? Like, what did she say? <laughs> no, she just doesn't want him to get in the show. Man. She doesn't it's want him game, in the show. Man. It's, it's game related for 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 mommy dearest. Like, she doesn't. I'm want assuming his game messed yeah. up. Or so it's not like a dislike. No, it's not no, a dislike just, of Alyssa. It's just I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so no real drama. Um, she just wants her boy to do well. Gotcha. Yeah, right. My my whole thing with like them as like an actual showmance, I feel like so this is like why I always like the showmances. So it's very an interesting concept. To, do you actually like them, Barrett, or are you being sarcastic? I love them. No. I I encourage he's them being every season. Facetious. I, he, no, he's a liar. I have all of them tattooed and from Big Brother Past. All of them tattooed. Okay, so you're lying. All their hashtags. Yeah. I it you, depends. you just like don't even Fran know how many Fran times taken off. He's got Nicole Frantle on on his body multiple times because she's had so many show <laughs> See, like she was like a no for me, it's just but Nicole it and then a bunch of X'd out names. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like in a weird way, it is like one of the best ways to find your perfect spouse. Like, I know that sounds kind of crazy, but like, look at Brunchel 
and like all the other couples that have came off the show and have gotten married and have children that's more successful than like the bachelor and Mm -hmm. love island and like all the other dating shows Mm -hmm. out there because when you look at big brother that's true it is true because when you look at Big Brother, you're you have no one like there's no distractions, there's no cell phones, there's no media, like nothing. You don't even have your family's influence or your friends' influence where they're like, I don't like him or I don't like her. I don't think you should be with them, even if you actually do like them and stuff like that. So like seeing Kyle and Alyssa actually like come to terms that they like each other naturally, like it's just like cute to me, well, dare I say. So like I don't know. That's why I always like the showman. So I'm like, it's like a, it's a weird, interesting place to find somebody to date. It's because you're, so when you're in the house with these people, it's a 24 hour a day thing. In case y'all weren't aware of how this works. No, but the feeds are edited. They are. Exactly. So (laughs) it's different. Like, so like in the real world, if you start dating somebody, you know you see them like you might go on a date like a couple of times a week maybe you talk to them a little bit but it is not 24 hours a day you're immediately thrown Mm -hmm. in so it's very immersive to where like one 24-hour period is more like you know three months worth of dating on the outside world and so that's why you see them form these bonds that are and we're all like you know like when nicole is is whopping jasmine's ass because of her broken ankle we're like you've known her for eight days but you know to be fair in her reality she's like i've known her eight months i still wouldn't have wiped her ass i don't care eight months eight <laughs> years whatever but i'm just saying like it there's just a different dynamic there that is hard to understand right. and as julie says unless you've been in that house okay julie but i mean it is true to a degree so as that Putin, i think that's why we see some as Pooch and Paloma say and all of their stand. You don't know what it's like being in the I don't know what it's like. Yeah. Idiots. Um, uh, Jen Flora. Hey, Jen. My real life friend. Um, you're it, Big Jeff is who you're talking about. Big Jeff and Jordan. I don't like the golden it's boy. another one that's Jeff. married with children now. It's true. There's a lot. There's I love so many. Jordan, though. She's precious. But um, we, Y'all are forgetting the, the most is- iconic swaggy c and bailey god yes and yeah and they weren't even in the house for like two weeks a long yeah like together like 14 days that was it yeah and they they have a baby Mm -hmm. now it's like it's way more successful big brother is way more successful with relationships than any other dating show out there and it's not even a dating bella um caleb and amber um In a weird way, it is no. a dating show, I feel like. <laughs> it kind of is. To, to its core, I think Big Brother is largely a dating show. It's way better than Love Island. No, it's... Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far, but... <laughs> he, listen, he's so conflicted right now by that. Look at him. He's uncomfortable. He's like, what? Hold on now. <laughs> it's like the, the aspect of the game is not revolved around people falling in love with each other, and that's what inadvertently makes them do it. I don't know. Maybe there's right. something to that. Mm-hmm. The only pressure they're getting is just from the DR. No, so what do you feel about no big so brother much. couple will top Amber and Rob. So that is Survivor, you freaking weirdo. <laughs> That's two times. Like two times, Zach, you brought up Survivor <laughs> in a big brother podcast. If you're willing to do it again, you're going you're to, the willing bottom, to kiss each other. Uh 
after however many days without brushing teeth, like I feel like that mm-hmm. relationship's stronger. <laughs> I guess. That's so not I put Romber up there too with with the other strong big brother couples, but who? Romber. Romber. Robin Amber. They're not on Big Brother. I know. I'm just saying I would put them in the same category as the Big Brother couples because Oh, because it's not a dating, it's not a dating show. Yeah. Roxy does Roxy does bring up a good point. I mean, sure. Roxy does bring up a good point though, everyone. We're not talking about Romber. We are talking about Elile. Um, so (laughs) let's keep it on track. Even though there's not much I I, I kind of hate that we're only an hour and four minutes into this because I honestly don't have that much more to say about this week. It's pretty cut and dry. So people we haven't talked about right now are Jasmine, Indy, um, probably really in Turner to some degree. Um, I've enjoyed Turner in his constant, not quite hatred, more so annoyance with Jasmine this week. He's I, so <laughs> aggravated with her. He's over it. Yeah. <laughs> Having He's to be stuck like, in the have-not no. room. With she's not she's not a scooter anymore. She is now upgraded to a cane and boot. Oh my god! Yes, they she took away her scooter. Listen. She was so upset. She she was like refusing to walk. Basically, <laughs> she's like, um, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm missing my foot, so I can't walk. And there's a, they're like, too bad. Figure it out. You're turning in Christmas's scooter. She needs it. So I just, ugh, I can't with her. Take your pickle eating self home. Yeah. And Turner's, Turner's having to like, yeah, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's now perked up. Um, so Turner is like <laughs> cooked Jasmine's food. Um, he is just, I don't know, tired of every single antic. Just, they don't talk game ever. Um, just having to live amongst her, he's he's over. And also, everyone's eating his food at the same time. Uh, the food that he can't eat, that he got for his HOH, everyone else is eating, and he's having to watch it. And I just feel bad for him, you know? Uh, he's had not I a very actually, fun week. You, because he... He has dietary well, because restrictions. He's, yeah, he's vegan, and a lot of the things that he got in his HOH basket frankly sounded delicious those like dried blueberries i was like well, i wonder where he got those those look really good <laughs> but but um like that's probably aggravating because like if you cannot eat your own slop and your tummy's already upset and you're stuck with jasmine which is the worst part of being a have-not for him um as that's part knows. of being a have-not is that you have to be stuck with jasmine. <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the punishment that is the twist the twist this year, I have nots have to room with Jasmine. No, it's like he can't. So he brings all of this delicious food that is meant for him down and he can't eat this week. And everybody else is eating, you know, like they're making the vegan cookies and stuff. And it, he's probably just like, y'all got to go get yourself like a mozzarella stick or something that I'm not going to eat and save my blueberries. <laughs> like I would be kind of mad, but he's so, you know like peace love and whatever blueberries psychedelic slop (laughs) yes he is so psychedelic slop that he is he's just so laid back he's just so nice honestly he has not he's done things you know that i'm like god you i can't 
you you drive me absolutely nuts and I don't like you very much. But at the same time, he is the one who is like, you know, we're turning this train around and, and the buck stops here or whatever. Like we're, you know, he basically turned it around um, for for Taylor with that one speech that he gave publicly that how dare you this should have been a private conversation but you know yeah just saying I do feel bad for him the worst part is he has the room with Jasmine (laughs) for real I'm gonna play at least one clip of Turner talking about Jasmine just to put a bow on it um here we go we'd have to all meet and be like all right she's playing up her foot oh my god yeah (laughs) No, seriously, she's a food on your thing. It's a foot. It's how you do with the food. She's not even trying. She's not even trying to use the cane or use the food or anything. Like I that's broke like, mine and I was walking around seeing her. Oh, for yes. sure. Mm. I feel like oh, I feel bad for Alyssa because it looks like it's all pronto. Yeah. Like, oh, go, 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 fetch me my Doritos. It's like, dude, yeah. she's really done. Walk thirty-four steps to. <laughs> <laughs> just walk 34 steps to the doritos jasmine that's all you need it's so sad that he's counted them it's probably the accuracy of that because what right? else can you do no, it's like there's nothing absolutely nothing steps. but it's true jasmine just sits there and demands that people bring her pickles and ranch i don't know whatever pickles and so sugar slurp on that like yeah, there was. Um, She's like, "Can a... you go get this? Can you go get that? Can you wipe my ass?" Like, <laughs> there was yeah. a screenshot of her like sleeping on the floaty with like a jar of pickles like right next to her. I thought it was hilarious, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> that sums up Jasmine for the week. She's like, it's annoying. Um, Can we... I just tell you that? And my daughter, I mean, last year she actually broke her ankle in, in two places and was in a hard cast for nine weeks. And then, um, you know, and so that ankle was already like, you know, not like 100%. The same week that Jasmine <laughs> fell <laughs> to her ankle's death, um, <laughs> my daughter also sprained her ankle, the one that she broke last year. Um, she sat out one practice before she was back up with just a brace on and and was begging her coaches like let me i can do just let me work out let me do anything and they're like having to make her sit down so she doesn't injure herself more and jasmine's like i can't wipe my own butthole what (laughs) in the world you are an adult grow up it was was fascinating to me i think we talked about this before um i remember when she was hoh right after her sprain she was talking to everyone in the hoh room just like yeah when the emt emt guys came up to get me they said i'm not gonna lie but that's like one of the worst sprains i've ever seen like i'm just like grown men will cry when they when they see that sprain and i don't know how you didn't do it uh but she's sure taking a lot longer to heal herself um than most people would for someone who didn't cry during the worst sprain in the history of sprains you know (laughs) well you know it's because she's so strong like she's so physically strong i don't know if y'all heard but add this to the tally (laughs) of ridiculous things that um jasmine has done in her life (sighs) that blonde haired beauty um she (laughs) sorry she apparently 
allegedly slammed a door with such force that it knocked it off the hinges. Now that I can believe, like maybe it was dilapidated. We don't know. Maybe there was some dry <laughs> rot there. But not only did she knock it off its hinges, but she split that door right down the center into two pieces. She's basically She-Ra. Like, who has this kind of strength? She's like, bam, and the door said, like in a cartoon, according to Jasmine, allegedly. So perhaps she's stronger than any other person in the world, except for her ankle. Yes, it's her weakness. <laughs> her weak spot. It's her Achilles. It's her Achilles. She's Achilles. Achilles. Yeah, it's her Jasmine. Yeah, Jasmine's ankle. I mean, like, I would love for somebody to just make like a small video of. Well, it wouldn't be small. It would actually be large of every ridiculous thing that she has said that she wants us to believe. One of my favorite Jasmine stories is the night that she became homecoming queen when her father dragged her across the yard and they also coincidentally became homeless on the same night, unrelated events. And then she followed that whole horrific story up with, it was the best night of my life. One of the best <laughs> nights of my life. Really? Because it sounds pretty not best. <laughs> I feel it like you could have had better. Pretty, yeah, sounds pretty not great. Jazz, I don't know, but <laughs> tell me of all the days. Things. Yeah, she says things, and I just go, like, it's like, sure, Jan, okay, sure, Jasmine. Mm -hmm. I can't. Uh, okay. Well, we'll get off the Jasmine train, and we will move Hi. on. There's not much. To okay. <laughs> There's not much to say about Indy. Uh, Indy's there still. She's Indy's there and talking shit about Taylor still. Um, <sighs> and so uh, she she's not doing much. She will get a third member tomorrow night on her bestie festy group when Taylor will join them. <laughs> um, and that's about it, really, for Indy's in her in her story in the game right now. She has had Can no. Just... Yeah. Just one more thing, because Tyler and Chet, I know how y'all talked about Wonder Woman 1984 earlier, yet neglected to address the fact that Jasmine was a Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How could I forget? My apologies. My apologies. <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Um. Anyway, continue. My apologies. Okay. I, I don't remember where I was going. Oh, yeah. I was wrapping up on Indy. Nothing to say about Indy. Wow. Uh, so we're done with Indy forever and ever. We're never going to talk about her ever again until she has some sort of power, probably. Um, <laughs> when she gets the disruptor power and saves herself. Um, oh my God. David's still searching. David Alexander is still searching for he used that disruptor power on him. He's yet to find out. I'm, I'm hoping one day he cracks the case. Um, we need to start like an investigative podcast well, for David it's, Alexander. It's um, doubtful. Okay. He needs some help. <laughs> he, He's never going to crack the case. <laughs> He does need help. Um, he needs Encyclopedia Brown or something. Nancy so, Drew. Daniel Durston, DD, has stated that he will basically blow up everyone's game. He will call everyone out. He'll call house meetings if the if the vote does so. not go Nicole's way. Um, so, is he actually going to do please, that? 
please let there manifest that. Let this happen. Mm-hmm. Because the vote is not going Nicole's way. It's going our way. Ha ha. Um, I want to go to this meeting that will be called by Elvis. Please. Like, what is he going to say? You think he'd How dress up dare as Elvis? the entire, yes, cape and everything. And he comes sweeping in. <laughs> How dare over. you? <laughs> yes. How dare you do this to me? He swivels his hip with each syllable. <laughs> he counts the votes off. He ticks them off. And a one. And a two. <laughs> <laughs> Who let him bring this in here? <laughs> Actually, I really hope that that happens. How Why does he have an orchestra? <laughs> Crumbs on my bed. Roxy, you should try voice acting. Yes. <laughs> Uh, all of my voices are exactly the same. You should hear my pirate voice. It is spot Star. on. I've heard. I've heard it. I thought. I thought an entire convoy was in the room. Yeah. The Barrett was like emptying his pockets. Yeah. Here's my booty. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine to Nicole. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's the best joke of the season, Barrett. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I don't like that. One. <laughs> That's um, so funny. Okay. Now I'm really off track. Now I really don't know where I was. Okay, yeah, Daniel's going to freak out apparently. Um and the thing is, Monty has very much let it known, let it be known that he doesn't want this to be a blindside for everyone this week or everyone who is planning on voting Taylor out who is very much and on the plan to get Taylor out. Uh, so as of tonight, I, they're going to slowly start telling the rest of the women in the house that weren't let on the plan, Jasmine, Indy, and Alyssa about the plan to vote out Nicole. Um, and Michael and Brittany especially have been trying to slowly plant those seeds, uh, with all the women. So it's not a surprise when they eventually like, yeah, I think we're gonna probably vote Nicole out. They've even kind of in a way planted seeds with Nicole, which is really funny to me. They had a whole conversation where Michael and Brittany were like, we heard a rumor that you wanted uh, to put us up on the block and want- you wanted us out. And Nicole was basically like, no, 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 no. I didn't want Michael out. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. She never once said, I didn't want y'all out. She only was like, no, no, no. I just I wanted, and she's like, I only wanted you out, Brittany. You were the only one. <laughs> you both of you? No, ridiculous. How dare you say that? I am 41. I have integrity, okay? I only wanted half of you out of this game. The, so. I did see where she said that, and I was like, "Is nobody gonna like say anything about yeah. this?" <laughs> like, because like, so if I'm Brittany and Nicole was saying that, I'd be like, "Hold up, Heifer, what about this girl right here?" Because <laughs> you're not saying words that I like right now. <laughs> nobody said anything, and I'm like, "That's not it." Mm-hmm. And Nick and Chat Daniel Icon Brown has a big boy job. That's what I call it. He's a grown up now, and he has just been incredibly busy. But we still love him, and he still loves us. And I talk to him regularly. Anywho, there you go. Um, no, that was so funny though because you know Taylor thinks. I mean, not Taylor. Nicole thinks she's so smart and. Like she has her like finger on the pulse of this game, 
And the only thing her finger is on is that toilet paper she's wiping Jasmine's butt with because she doesn't know anything that's happening in this game. But she says it with such confidence. It's like one of those, like, if I say it confidently, people will believe it. Maybe I'll even believe myself. <laughs> but she says she says these things and and everybody else collectively is like, nope that's not it <laughs> she's like mm -hmm. i mean really i have a pretty good chance to win this game yeah no you don't no you the yeah, delusional. You, you don't yeah she's her whole like, thing with terrence where she was like um and i walk out that door i'm gonna walk out with the integrity that i walked in with and then i'm gonna get that check for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. and terrence is like yes you are absolutely well you're going to it, like the most questionable thing about that statement is that she thinks she walked into the house with integrity. I, I guess that she packed that in a different bag because it did not make it into the house with her. Like I walked into this house with integrity and I'm walking out with it. Well, have you not gotten it out of your suitcase? Like maybe you should get that integrity out and like, use it while you're in here. Cause you're not. I can't I mean, hear the word integrity in Big Brother without thinking of Zach Rance's um, veto speech where he called out Devin. Oh my God. I would never I compromise my my integrity and my honor you in have this to game. Say it with like the, the tears in your voice, yeah. your integrity. I'm not going to do it. Don't make me do it. I mean, please. No. I felt like you wanted us to beg, so that was me begging. How was that? <laughs> that was really Please. good, Roxy. <laughs> okay. I didn't know if it moved you at all. It didn't. I'm it's still not. Here. I'm still okay. right here. Well, uh, so what right. else do we have to discuss? We could very well have everyone in the house as of tonight knowing that Nicole is leaving the house, which mm -hmm. makes me kind of excited. But I'm also kind of thinking of the what if scenario for the week is if the veto didn't get used and Kyle had to deal with Alyssa um, for the rest of the week after not using the veto on her. And it makes me kind of like wonder, but I think we'll still get a good result tomorrow. I, I think we are in for a good result tomorrow. And one other thing that we haven't talked about is, isn't Taylor like planning on delivering like some bomb speech tomorrow night? Oh or... yes, yes. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what she said she was gonna say, but- I, remember, I only remember her practicing with Brittany and being like, in the words of Rihanna, you look so dumb right now. Yes, to Nicole. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be good. So I don't know what Taylor's got cooking up, but I'm sure she's going to be serving tomorrow night for sure. And as she should, and sadly, which, which listen, I'm all for it, honey. Say it, do it. But mm -hmm. sadly, CBS is going to probably use that to make her look like she is not nice when really it's just mm -hmm. retalia retaliation for the things that have been done to her if for no reason whatsoever since day one and i'm just like like i don't think you should be mean like that for like no reason she has a reason but you know a lot of casual viewers are going to be like very turned off by it but the real fans will love it <laughs> i'm like yes say that um one of the other things that 
I mean, we did talk about it briefly, but well, Barrett said it. We didn't really talk about it. Um, was so when they briefly talked amongst themselves about um, keeping the nominations the same so that the Michael and Brittany Bestie Festie would then have a cushion. Um, what do we think about, uh, first of all, should Michael have even voiced that he, you know, desired that for the group? I know that the group is, talked about it amongst themselves should he have done that do you think that that makes them think like like maybe he's selfish he's not but you know ultimately they did not do it and do you think that that is going to, like so let's say the other side gets power will they think of it in terms of well those two don't have one of us with them we'll put them up and then we'll lose either michael or Brittany. like do you think they're going to think about that could this possibly bite one of them like i'm a little bit kind of like oh, about it that's the thing i think they're so hardcore prepping for this doomsday scenario that i think still is a slim chance of happening but they have to be thinking of it because what else are they going to do they're steamrolling right now mm -hmm. um so that's the thing. They're just taking that extra step to make sure everybody's safe. But at the same time, who knows what's going to happen uh, once everybody finds out, you know, that Nicole is going to be leaving. Who are they going to blame? Who are they going to hate the most? Like, that's just the big question. And at the same time, they have to backdoor Michael and Brittany if they want a chance. If the leftovers are going to stick together next week, they have to backdoor them. They can't just mm -hmm. put them up up front because then they have all of the veto odds to take them off the block. Do you think though that that anybody on that side of the house is strategic enough to think of it in those terms or will they just be blindly like I don't care like I hate this person the most and they don't even really think about the fact that hey these two are like part of that group. Do you think who Well, Daniel's who already figured out the that they I think Daniel's already figured out that there's those six minus Kyle that right. are all together. Yeah, so they do. They clearly know that they're a group and they're definitely going to know it after Thursday night. But do you think that they have, it, it, anybody on that side of the house is strategic enough, like when, when looking at who they would like to target and go and, and, and having the thought process of, well, if we truly want one of them gone, then we have to put these two up that we know like their bestie festie is the only group that doesn't have one of us in it. You see what I'm saying? Or will they just go, uh, well, Monty's the one that, you know, screwed us over. So let's go after him and then risk losing one of their own, which, I mean, they may still think that Terrence is with them because maybe he's just like, okay, so they might. <laughs> You see, it's, like, it's tough because mm -hmm. I want to say Daniel would be the only one who I think has a chance of putting all of that together. But then again, Daniel just put his best friend up on the block and she's going home tomorrow. So how much confidence yeah, do I have in imbecile. Daniel to figure it out? This is what I'm saying. I don't think anybody on that side of the house thinks like I think they lack critical thinking for <laughs> for that side of the house. And I mean, and listen, I know that sounds really mean, and but it is true. It is true. We've seen that demonstrated time and time again that they lack the ability to uh, strategize in any kind of way that makes sense. They lost their best strategist 
last week when Amira went home. Mm-hmm. Like she would have been, I feel like, the only one from that side of the house who would really stop and like, I mean, they've clocked definitely, you know, the alliance minus Kyle. But I don't know that anybody over there has the wherewithal to say, no, it's got to be these two, which is what Michael's fear was. But I think he's just giving the other side entirely too much credit, to be honest. I agree. I I feel like they have, they've definitely, I said this last um, time I was on here, when you take a mirror out of the equation, I feel like it's not two sides of the house because the other side is just like, like Jasmine and Indy. And it's like, I don't like, are they doing anything? Like, do they even know like what's going on? Are they even that smart or aware to figure out the pieces like that? So I don't think they are smart enough on that side. Um, so I, I had a point that I was going for with this. I don't know. I, I feel like the only one that could maybe figure it out would be Daniel, like you guys said, but Daniel's like also not smart at all. I mean, clearly. So I'm just like, I don't, I have like no faith in them. I feel like they are going to be giving Faute if they win and they could end mm-hmm. up putting up their own people and not knowing it or just. I don't know. I feel like, or or they honestly mm-hmm. could nominate one of the non, like Michael Britney pairs, and then just be like, oh, like for example, they could nominate Terrence Joseph and Monty, and being like, one of the guys will go, and then Terrence leaves, and they're like, oh, <laughs> so it's like I don't right. I like, think they're, they're kind of screwed. Like, <laughs> I think that actually might be the thought process that they go through of, well, Mm -hmm. we need to get rid of one of their, their big guys. And, and, and so if we go with that thought process, right. And, and, and in chat, they're saying Jasmine has some decent reads. She just doesn't have the game ability to do anything with it. And I do think there's a little bit of legitimacy to to that. Yeah. Yeah, there is. I don't think she, like, again, possesses the, the you know cognitive ability to put it all like into some type of formulated Mm -hmm. plan um but i do think she has a certain amount of um intuitive thinking so so let's say nick that the other side wins well i guess in barrett too he's also here (laughs) let's say though like we're gonna go with with nick's scenario of you know somebody from that side wins and they you know, think to themselves, oh, let's put up these three guys. We're going to get rid of one of the guys because, you know, they're strong players, right? They're tall. And we automatically, we automatically say, okay. They're so tall. They're extremely um, tall, which is a very marginalized group in this, in this game, as we know, as we've been told repeatedly by Daniel. What a moron. Clue number one, that you're an idiot. So, um, they're all assuming, we're assuming, everyone's assuming like, okay, so Terrence will go home. However, I wouldn't really be so quick to think that because they already do have the numbers. And Michael has already said today that he does think going after yeah. like, these guys would be a good thing. And that could be a real opportunity to flip that script because Michael has already said he fully intends to go to the end with Taylor and, and Brittany, um, 
because he is the most loyal to them. He does like them the most. And furthermore, he does not want to compete against the strong guys at the end. So I think if they go on the block, we may think they're going to send Terrence home, but there is a very real possibility that the script gets flipped on that and they send home one of the others. And I personally think it would be Monty over Joseph in that scenario, which for the record, I'm okay with. I, Oh, I'm fine with that. That's the thing. If, if you know that this twist is about to end, Mm-hmm. And you you still have a pretty solid like group that you're working with and you take the time to try to at least save face with the other people that weren't necessarily into leftovers. Mm-hmm. Take out Monty. I mean, when are you going to have that opportunity again? I like That's the way I w- am looking at it. It's like you know, <laughs> sometimes when an opportunity presents itself, it's like you almost just have to like it's like you don't even have to twist my arm and saying like, okay yeah yeah we should mm-hmm. do that because kind of like the pooch you situation. still have the numbers <laughs> exactly you st- you still leftovers minus monty at that point would st- for that matter just drag terrence on in with you like mm-hmm. you still have the numbers you still have the numbers mm-hmm. and, and goodness knows you could beat terrence right surely yeah on top of that part of the concern that this little faction the leftovers has made about monty and joseph is their closer relationship with jasmine and indy specifically um Mm -hmm. as well as Alyssa, pretty much and so they they've kind of voiced that as another concern we're like okay we're getting out all of the people that we are that you're not associated with that aren't in this alliance but you get to keep the people that you're still associated with outside of the alliance uh, which is another added layer of distrust to a certain mm-hmm. degree between everyone, which I like. I like when that happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, same. Yeah. I mean, I do think so. The, actually, uh, Team Az um, and I yesterday discussed very briefly this in the Facebook group that, um, you know, this season really started out just absolutely complete trash. But it is really like on par with or or getting to be on par with like seasons that we consider largely we consider to be some of the greatest seasons like season 10 and, and, and like season six. Like it has really turned around and there's a lot of very strategic gameplay that is occurring, not necessarily on one side of the house, but, you know. Whatever they try ish, um, but we are seeing a lot of that, which is kind of refreshing, honestly. Like I'm liking that we've had some steamrolling going on the past couple of weeks, but that we're already seeing kind of some fragmented, you know, thoughts going here and there of well, what mm-hmm. if scenarios. And I gotta tell you, we may lose some people that we love, but it bodes well for. A can, like for a season that's stagnant like nobody wants to we say like oh i don't want this person to go home or i really like that person or i'll be so sad if this person goes home but not really we like seeing the upheaval within the house like a lot of us just don't really like to admit it but mm-hmm. in the end like that's why they cast you know, people that they cast is so that we will have this constant kind of 
like what the crap are you doing type of personalities, right. you know? Yeah. And that's no, the thing. I, that's I, as much as I love Taylor and Michael and Brittany and even Kyle this week. Oh my God. Um, like I love all of these people in this alliance, but at the same time, I'm like, it would be very, very interesting to see everyone scramble, say, if Jasmine won HOH again, if Daniel won HOH again, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to speak that into an ex mm -hmm. existence necessarily, but I want to see them be a group without power. They've never had yeah. that, and I want to see it happen. Right. Like, will they actually, right. are they actually going to try yeah. and stick together? Are they actually going to try to keep their votes if they have Monty on the block, if they have Michael on the block? Um, some people that can be threats well, later on in the game. Different dynamic. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm here for it. Like, I just think it's really something to think about. Like, there, like when we think in terms of like, what do we want to see? Ultimately, I want to see, I want to see people who are unsure of their place in the game in this moment and have to figure it out. And I, like Zach was talking earlier about the the block voting, which is essentially back in the day when when somebody would win HOH and you go in and you're like, listen, like, let's make a deal. Like, you keep me safe this week. Whenever I win HOH, whether it's this week or next week or whatever, like, I keep you safe you know, or let's make these two week deals. Two week deals are like so great in the big brother house, old school, old school play. It doesn't work new school, except this year it definitely is set up correctly where it could work. If somebody would just do that. Mm -hmm. And I think it would be <laughs> great. Yeah. A big positive I would say about this season so far especially compared to last year. Last year, I don't know if I was really excited to watch any of the evictions, a single one. Like, I don't think I cared that much. Like, it was so set in yeah. stone from day one. It's like, okay, well, Frenchie's gone crazy. He's going, he's accepted it. Uh, Brent is going unanimously, uh, even though he didn't know it. I was excited for was, that one. Which was nice. That one. That, might, that was the only exciting. one I could think of. But every single other one was like, I, I get what's happening. I know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I had no mm -hmm. desire to watch them, really. Um, but this well, year, every... established themselves, right? Yeah. We were happy yeah. for it, but it also, and we liked them. I love Tiffany. Yeah. It wasn't, there was no dynamic, like shifting of power, right? Yeah. It was very cut and dry. This is the next person to go. And they went, this is the next person to go. And they went where as here, we've had all these circumstances set up such great eviction episode so far every single one even palomas which we didn't even have an eviction i was so excited to watch because we had the feeds cut off all day before i didn't know what they were yeah. going to do with the twist or anything and then we have pooch's blind side even though he was unanimous we didn't know it was going to be unanimous going into it we thought it was going to be somewhat of a split vote seeing him get blindsided and then of course last week everything with that and now tomorrow we can possibly get another blindside if everything works out correctly it may only be a blindside to nicole and daniel but it would still be a nice blind side in and of itself. So every eviction episode so far, I've looked forward to it where I can't really remember the last time I've had this many consecutive evictions that I'm just like ready to watch on Thursdays. Um, so I, I really like that about this season. I don't, this is not my favorite cast ever, but I don't have to love no. everyone to like the season. I just have to like how much they yeah. hate each other. I, I completely yeah, agree. That's a good thought. Mm -hmm. I agree too. I definitely do. Well, where is Zach? 
Uh, he said, I probably should have acknowledged that way earlier. He said that his computer randomly uh, installed an update and he would be back. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't, I'm, I'm sorry. I just didn't acknowledge him leaving. Yeah. He, Zach said he's done with the show. Okay. He got he said, left. Nicole leaving was the last straw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so Bean says these pairs is the only way to get big targets on the block early in the season. So BB may keep this twist in future seasons. How do we feel about that? No, no. Uh, I don't like recycled twists. I don't like this is a recycled twist in itself. Like it's just, it's not, it, it's in my opinion, it's ruining the gameplay because you can't, throw up two people from the opposite side of the house you have to now stress like for example they have to put up taylor this week and it sucks to see that and it's like now taylor has to go for a third time and it's kind of like well they have no other choice because they want to get nicole out and taylor's just partnered with her. it's like it it's yeah. ruining the gameplay for me so no well in <laughs> some in in look i don't like seeing it like once again, which it didn't make me actually cry this week because I know Taylor is in such a good spot within the house. But once again, you know, she's upset because of, uh, you know, being nominated. And I don't like mm -hmm. that. But I don't think I would go so far as to say I don't like the the gameplay or that it ruins it. Because in, so in some ways, yes. Like, I don't want to see the twist again. Um which means inevitably we will. So being, I agree there, um, because, you know, America's favorite twist. Um, but in some ways I think it has allowed them to play a little bit differently, like in getting targets out, like, well, you're not like, so you can put somebody on the block without truly making them mad. Like it, it's so in past seasons, it's like, Hey, I need you to be a pawn. And this season, it's like, well, but this is my target and I don't really have any other choice except for you to be a pawn. Otherwise, I would never put you up there. So you kind of get, mm -hmm. you know, to to do it in a different way. And then it's like, oh, sorry, you went home. Oopsies. Um, and so I kind of like that aspect of it, but I don't want to see the twist recycled which means we most definitely will, you know. I didn't realize how much Barrett likes to see people hate each other. You have no idea, chat. Barrett's mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and not that they necessarily all hate each other in this cast. I just don't think they have a love for one another that I've seen in recent seasons. And oh my God, the sex people are back. They're actually back. I'm not just saying the catchphrase. It's yeah. time for a sex people takeover. <laughs> I need an air horn. Do I have an air horn? <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Then don't. Oh. Yes. I concur. Uh, okay. Um, cool. There was something else I was going to... Let's see um america's vote twist comes back from season six instead of case or amira comes <gasps> oh i don't want to read anymore i'm upset about it 
<laughs> Amira comes back, wins HOH, and accidentally backdoors her best friend Jasmine. It's a good old side of blindside butter peas. <laughs> okay, actually, that's not bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, do you that's think if? Do you think if Jasmine actually did get blindsided this season that Julie would greet her with a bowl of butter beans? If she even does, better, like, missed opportunity. Even better, she, she pours them out in the door in the doorway and Jasmine slips on them on her way out. Um, and she sprains her other ankle. And then Julie's like, ha, this joke and Julie strikes again. We'll be right back. Here's the trailer for The Invitation. Not The Invitation. In theaters, August 26th. <laughs> Uh, I, I can see Jasmine tripping down the stairs on her way out. <laughs> Intentionally. Boing, boing, and, boing, and not boing. only that, she then she breaks the stairs, they split in two, and then she picks one up, uses it as a weapon. <laughs> These are all Can real scenarios that are gonna happen. <laughs> not uh, far let's enough. see. Oh, okay. Joseph asks, will feeds be delayed if Daniel um there's a tantrum. I hope not. I want to see the tantrum. If like tantrums after the, galore. <laughs> after the HOH, you mean throwing a tantrum? Like when they're all back inside? That's, that's what I'm thinking. Well, the thing is, Daniel's not going to throw a tantrum unless he wins HOH. And even then, he probably won't. Because he'll yeah. be empowered. I don't know. He threw a tantrum, a complete tantrum about something that had nothing to do with him <laughs> and he was not hoh that's true but he's not going to do that when he's at risk of going home he did it when he thought he had all the power he doesn't know he's at risk to go home i don't even think that he's smart enough to know that he's at risk even after like he's gonna like be like oh nicole went home what happened did people forget how to vote that must be it is america's twist this week it's opposite day that's gotta be it. Like he is, that's his thought process. I do like to think that Daniel, like in his um, freaking out phase is just like, just goes into Elvis voice. Like that's him freaking out. Like if he, like kind of like Kenneth on 30 rock, whenever he got too rattled, the accent would come on out. You know, I think like with Daniel, I think if he gets too rattled, like the Elvis impersonator comes out and he just starts going insane. <laughs> Like I'll Buzz, burning love. Yeah. Also, kind of like Buzz in Toy Story when he <laughs> accepts that he's a toy and he's just like is doing tea parties now uh, <laughs> with Sid's That's sister. Nesbit to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, um, go ahead. That I didn't have anything else to say. With the, by the time I get to Pixar references, that usually means I have nothing else to add to the conversation. <laughs> And there's that, that silence. That is true. Okay. No, I was reading. Barrett has a point. You'll love this, Barrett. Barrett wait. has a point. Turner only called out the bullying as HOH. Players are afraid of putting a target on their back. I mean, this is true. And to a degree, they should be afraid. Like we saw that with, with Michael from day one who, who, you know, wanted to work with Taylor. Um. And he did try his best, which was never shown by CBS because they freaking suck. Uh, sorry, CBS, call me. We're still friends-ish. Um, so, but like he tried to put, you know, 
or to keep Taylor safe as best he could without, you know, costing him his own game because the entire house was like on, on some sort of like, I don't know, like Salem witch trials hunt of some sort. Like it felt very like pitchforky. I don't know what, what's that called? You know, what I'm talking about like, it felt like that, like they were just like, Taylor's got to go. And, and so he couldn't just very well say, Hey guys, but I like her because then they'd be like, okay. And also you have to go, sir. Mm-hmm. And so, but he did try in the one time. Well, I don't know if he said more than one thing. I know of one thing specifically where he threw out like a comment that could be used in the DR for a goodbye message. He felt so bad about it almost immediately that then he was like, uh, to Brittany, like, I can't believe I've said this. Like, this is horrible. He, he, so that's like a good example of him wanting to protect her, but not having enough power or, or courage to do it in that moment. So I do think, yes, Barrett, you're right. Whoever being in chat, you're right. There are people that they're scared to say something because it could be to the detriment of their game yeah well same thing with same thing with Brittany um she had a conversation with taylor this week where she apologized about just being in the same room when uh girls girls was formed and they were all trash talking taylor on night one um Brittany didn't really say anything in that conversation but she was there and she felt terrible about it and she didn't say anything Yes, she didn't say anything it. until now because now they have the majority alliance with the power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was willing to be like, okay, I did. I was in that room and I feel terrible about it. And she started crying. It was <laughs> very emotional for her. Not, she didn't even say anything. Brittany was just in the room, uh, but she right. still felt compelled to just let Taylor know that um, she did feel bad about being in, mm-hmm. so involved, even if she was at a distance, but she didn't say anything in the moment to stop it. Um which I thought was really good. Well, for and I'll tell you, yes, very good. Because I feel like that that does speak volumes about who people are at their core. We all do and say like the dumbest things, not me ever, just kidding, regularly, <laughs> like the dumbest things, it, it, sometimes intentionally, sometimes inadvertently. I just say like the stupidest things. And a lot of times people just look at me and go, nope, shut up. You're stupid. And I go, okay. <laughs> and and then I don't. But um, it, I just think that it really does speak volumes when you see people who are still in the house and honestly have no idea really what America thinks in terms of what has gone on on in the house this season but they genuinely are affected just themselves and like internally with witnessing the behavior with not saying anything know it like because in the real world i think that those type of people a britney or a michael or, or even a turner like would like that's you know shut up that's not cool but in the game feel like your hands are tied but to see them come out like like Michael being immediately, you know, just like no, this is not okay. Um, Turner, Joseph, um, Brittany, to see them come to that that realization where they even have a conversation with with Taylor before really and truly knowing um, any of the stuff on the outside, that speaks volumes about who they are, as opposed to the people who are already outside of the house 
who are perpetuating this idea that America is stupid and that we're just not really seeing the real story. Like they're like, that's my story and sticking to it type of people. Um, th- these are very different types of people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I think in terms of the people that are in the house that we've seen do that, Brittany, like with her emotional talk with Taylor, like it does make me, feel a little bit differently about them. Not that I ever really felt too terrible about Brittany or Michael, to be honest, because they've been pretty genuinely kind throughout. But some of the others like Joseph or Turner, who did say and do things that were not, not nice, but it's just been a full 180 for, for them. And is somebody last podcast asked me like, in chat and I didn't see it until much later asked me if these people on the outside apologize, would I accept it? I mean, they're not going to apologize to me first of all, but they owe the apology to, to Taylor. And, um, and to be honest with you, I don't, I really can't answer that accurately because some apologies feel genuine and some don't. So it just is going to have to be proof is in the pudding for me. I don't know how you guys feel about that. But I do think, long story short-ish, I am glad to see some of the people having conversations with Taylor unprompted and acknowledging I have done something wrong and I feel immense guilt about it because I really, really, really like you and I want to move forward. I like seeing that because I think that's real life, real people, and it makes me happy with them as human beings. It's also just, I, I think, an appealing part of the game. Um, and knowing in the heat of the moment when we have, you know, Paloma's pack in this season that's just ganging up on Taylor without her even in the room, just behind her back, constantly trashing her. And you have these people that aren't also speaking up, but are also in the room. And I think that's a really intriguing aspect of like the social experiment part of Big Brother, because you have, you are put in these situations where morally you're like, I don't know if I feel great about this, but at the same time, you're competing for $750,000. What do you do? Do you stay complicit in a bullying scenario and if it keeps you safe and has a better chance for you to get money at the end of this game? What do you do? In this case, people took a moral high ground and are in power now. So it really worked out for them. But sometimes we've seen on the flip side, it doesn't really work out the same way. Um, so that's one really cool thing I, I think about this game. That. Bullying is not cool in this game. I don't encourage, I don't want people to be put in these situations where we have to talk about that. But I think being... Um, just that situation itself put into people's minds is really interesting to me. I think I, well, I think all of us would say, well, I know I would, I would say I would not want to be complicit in that, in that, because I think, I think allowing people to talk that way in front of you, it basically means that you are approving of it. And in real life, for sure, I'd be like, hey, shut like shut up with, you know, like you want to step outside? No, no like I would never say that. But um, but I would want to confront that behavior right then. And maybe that's the mom in me or the teacher in me or just, I don't know, the, the human being in me where I'd be like, shut up. 
I really want to say that inside the house, if that happened and I were in that situation, that I would do the same exact thing. Like, you know, like, we're, here's what we're not going to do. We're not going to act like this because, and, you know, if you want to continue to do that, then you and I are not going to associate because it, just no, right? I want to say that that's what I would do. And I want to think that that's what I would do. But, and I hope that that's what I would do. I don't know if I would. And it, it bothers me that I question myself a little bit about it, but here's, and regardless of that, like I, I know 100% in the outside world. I mean, I have no problem taking up matters like that with complete strangers that I don't know. I do it all the time. And, and sometimes to the embarrassment of my friends where they're like, don't involve yourself. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, hold on. Somebody over here is not being nice and I've got to take care of it. And again, I don't even care. I don't care if I know you or not. I'm going to be like, no, 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 no. You're not going to talk to this person that I don't even know that way. Right. <laughs> like I don't have a problem doing that in the real world because that's the way it is. Um, so, but regardless of whether or not I really, I really hope that I would do it in the house. I would never be in the house, but I really hope that I would. I like to think that I would, but I just, I don't, I don't know in that moment. Um, but here's the thing that I do like. I do like seeing that the horrible things that have occurred. I do like seeing the real life humanness of people going, hey, you know what? I really screwed up because when you see people set that example, because we all say and do stupid things all the time. I probably do it more than anybody else in the whole world. Um I'd like seeing the example of people owning something because then it gives other people the ability to also own it. In fact, last night, my, my, my daughter was a real smart ass to me on the way home from the gym. And I have to tell you that I just was like, okay, turn the radio up. We're done talking for the rest of this 45 minute trip home. And when we got home after about probably another 30 minutes, she on her own came into the living room and I was like, mom, I need to talk to you. I need to apologize to you for my behavior in the car. And it really wasn't even that big of a deal. She's just being a, you know, a 13 year old. And, and I, you know, told her, you know what? I really appreciate that you came in here and said that to me because there are grown adults that don't know how to acknowledge their behavior and apologize for it. And so I was so proud of her, even though what she did was like relatively just, she's just being, you know, just a teenage kind of jerk face like kids are, <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. it, it just made me happy to know because she, she's not always going to do that. I would like to think that she's perfect. She's not, she's not me, just kidding. <laughs> but I loved seeing that. And I know that's a good thing that she did is acknowledging her behavior. And so I like seeing that example from some of the people in the house. I hate seeing the example that some of the people in the house and outside of the house have set because I don't think that they're apologetic at all, at all. And I, I want to punch them in the face. For the record, so. I, I was also once a teenage jerk face to you. I, <laughs> if I could remember. Correctly. Oh, yes. When you flipped me off. I remember. <laughs> How old was I? Like 14? I mean, yeah, you were just a teenager. Like, it's yeah. not a big deal. Like, teenagers are jerk faces, but you know what? Adults are jerk faces too. And I mean, I'm certain that I was a jerk face to you about it. I don't even remember what happened, but you know what? I do think it was Big Brother related. 
I think we argued about something Big Brother related. Oh, I hope it wasn't. Started. It's embarrassing if it was. Uh, if I got that heated about it, uh, Nick, what you thinking? Um, <laughs> bedtime. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I don't know what else we haven't talked about. I don't. I can't think of much to be completely honest. I think I just know Nicole is leaving tomorrow. That's right, and it's going to be delicious to watch. So, mm -hmm. everyone, open your purse. I know. I'm so open excited. your purse. Open, open your, your purse. purse. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Are Are y'all both okay with me ending the show? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we ended on a very existential note, I guess. But <laughs> I'll start playing Islands in the Stream. I'm medicated. <laughs> yeah. And this sack comes back, and then we'll have to stay on for another half hour. So. Oh my gosh, please. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. If you were here live, thank you for being in the chat. Um, I always love it when you show up you guide a lot of this conversation sometimes so thank you all for showing up um especially everyone who keeps continuing to show up week after week we really appreciate it uh if you did not watch live um i don't know i thought i had a point there i'm glad you also watched i mean like i'm really also glad you watched um most of our viewers are not live so thank you for watching us regardless of anything uh that sounded demeaning at first but <laughs> thank you all for watching if you want to catch us live next time we typically go live right after the Wednesday night episodes and then Saturday around 6 p.m. Uh, Central Time. So keep that in mind. But if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we also have a YouTube version if you want to catch us there and vice versa. Anyone who watched us live, we also are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, the whole shebang. Uh, catch us on there. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday to talk about the eviction, the HOH nominations, and maybe even veto spoilers. We'll see. Um, but yeah, until then, if you want to keep up with us, I am at Spicy Barrett on Twitter. Nick is at the Nick City. Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hotman. Those links are also in the description below. You can join our Facebook group if you want to talk Big Brother twenty four seven. What else? There's other things. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, yeah, Nicole's gonna go home tomorrow. Maybe she'll be blindsided too. Those that would be fun. I would enjoy that. Uh, but yes. if not, that's okay. I'm sure it'll still be a fun episode. Of course, we'll finally get Kyle and Alyssa smooching um kyle getting too big for his britches but <laughs> zach if you're out there we miss you if you're doing mystery shoulders watching us do the ending of this podcast we're doing them with you <laughs> um i don't know why i'm still talking bye everyone bye bye